Blog Talk Radio. Westbury, New York, 
the Rihanna is at 3998 Rush Hollow Road, Westbury, New York. And I'll be there from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. doing readings. Come on by for a reading or just to say hi. Hopefully I'll see you on Sunday. And Winterbrook, what's your calendar got coming up? Well, I'm at the voice of the soul healing at the end of the month, but it's it's sold out. Uh, but some open events. Uh, we are at the uh, Westbury Public Library right near you on February Yay. 13th doing a presentation and demonstration of mediumship. A couple weeks later, I unfortunately leave you to act solo while I go represent Spirit down in Florida in Jacksonville area. Um, I'm back at the Voice of the Soul Healing on March 21st. It's a Tuesday evening to um, hold a mediumship development workshop uh, from 7 to 9. And we haven't opened it up you know, advertised it yet, so if anyone's interested, uh, old Beth Page, just drop me an email. There's, uh, We're not going to publish it until I think next week we're going to start promoting it, so there's open seats. Uh, April, I'm at two libraries, uh, Williston Park on the 4th and Long Beach Public Library on the 27th, and I'll also be at uh, Eyes of Learning for the Meet the Psychics Night on April 21st and the Spring Festival on April 23rd. Eyes of Learning is located in Hicksville. And, of course, May, um, I have my friend. Oh, what's that? Okay, May, I have my friend coming from the U.K. She's a very uh, internationally renowned trans medium that does spirit art and she'll be visiting the States for the first time. She tours through Europe, the U.K., Australia, and we'll be doing a joint presentation of mediumship at the Eyes of Learning on the 19th and a more intimate gathering at my office in Northport on the 23rd. So that's kind of what's coming down the pike. There's some other things too, but you can check the calendar. Okay, what is your friend's name again? She's coming in May, right? Yes, Sandy Ingham. Okay. That's going to be interesting. She's lovely. She's a retired nurse. um, Just lovely lady. And we're going to get her on the show. uh, Yes, we are. And we will let, when I coordinate it with her and her schedule, because, of course, it is, um, let's see, 1 o'clock in the morning when we broadcast over in England. Uh, So we will work on something, and um, she will come on, and we'll let everybody know ahead of time so they can remember to tune in. Sounds good. Um, So this evening we're going to be discussing grounding. And for those of you who don't know, it's also, lately they've started calling it earthing. And it's a practice that connects you energetically with the Earth's core. It allows you to remain present and connected with your physical three-dimensional self on Earth. Spiritual grounding essentially uses your physical body as a conductor of the Earth's energy. And this is why a lot of people say we all really do need to get out in nature and walk on the grass and and connect to the ground. If you live in the city, especially New York City, you're lucky to find a patch of of dirt or earth soil to to walk on because everything is concrete. (laughs) So you got to get out there every now and then. And um, there are a lot of benefits to grounding. It expels unwanted or excess energy such as from stress, trauma, being rushed, being panicked. Uh, If you're angry, you've been clumsy lately, you feel drained or overwhelmed or overworked. And I'm sure a lot of people have these symptoms. This is the same concept as grounding a house of excess electric charge with a grounding wire. So, also, spiritual grounding helps to activate an underactive root chakra. Grounding is also a form of preparation before advanced meditations or astral projection and healing sessions for both healers and clients. Essentially, grounding enhances spiritual practices. Spiritual grounding creates a bridge between your physical and spiritual selves. It heightens your awareness, 
that you are still in physical form while you work towards exploring your spiritual self. Spiritual grounding restores your link with divine source or God or whatever you call your divine power. Um, It also may strengthen your awareness that you are here for a purpose. Never attempt any type of spiritual work or healing work before you ground yourself. So uh, those of you who know Reiki and uh, both Winterbrook and I teach Reiki, one of the first things we teach in Reiki is how to ground yourself. Actually, Um, also, that's the first thing we learn for mediumship and psychic uh, development classes. The first class, I I go over how to ground. Right, because if you're not grounded, you're just going to fly, you know, off, and and you're not going to be able to help anyone. So uh, grounding is of utmost importance in spiritual practices, in healing practices. Um, It's a must-do. A lot of people forget. I know, especially in the Reiki, a lot of my students, they'll forget, and and you really, it's a must-do. Let's see. Okay, some grounding techniques. Winterbrook, what are some grounding techniques people can use? Well, uh, the one that I teach my students um, is to basically take a breath, center, and focus your attention or your awareness on the bottoms of your feet. Then using your imagination, imagine roots beginning to grow out from the bottom of your feet, through the floor, through the basement of whatever building you're in, or if you're outside, just directly into the earth, and allow the roots to grow very, very deep. Mother Earth goes down miles and miles and miles. And as those roots are growing deep, visualize branches beginning to grow off the roots. And as these branches and roots are growing out from the bottom of your feet into Mother Earth, Mother Earth begins to send you Earth energy. And if you can imagine feeling that Earth energy coming up those roots and entering through your feet, coming up your legs, and bringing it up. If you know what your chakras are, you can just imagine it filling each chakra. If you don't know your chakras, just imagine the Earth energy filling your body. All right, and some people will bring it up to their belly button and feel fine. Other people may need to bring that earth energy all the way up to their throat. All right, everybody's a little different. But um, that is one way that you can ground. And it sounds like a lot of steps, but, you know, it's kind of like driving a car. The first time you go to drive the car, it takes about five minutes before you actually start it because you're checking the mirror, you're checking the seat, you're checking the steering wheel. Once you're driving a few years, you just jump in the car and go. You know, It's second nature. Um, same thing with the grounding. There are different ways. So if that doesn't work for you or you don't like that particular method, you could also imagine an anchor dropping from your tailbone into Mother Earth and that anchor serving to strongly connect you to Mother Earth and her energy, you know, coming up and you're grounded. A lot of this is intention. Yeah, I use that one a lot. I tell people to imagine their base chakra, and the base chakra color is red, and imagine you're dropping anchor from that base chakra directly straight into the center of the Earth, and you're anchored and you're grounded with Earth, and that should do it. That should help, again, like with the intention and the energy of that intention, that will ground you also. Yeah, so those those are, I have about eight or nine techniques here. Um, so those are two ways to do it. Um, another way, you can visualize yourself standing at the edge of the ocean in the sand and the waves are kind of gently sloshing up and then they're pulling back and as they're pulling back the sand is pulling out your feet are sinking in that wet sand so you're almost becoming one with the sand 
All right, so that's another visualization. Some people like that one because uh, that brings them to a calm place since many people find uh, healing when they go to the beach or the ocean. That in and of itself is healing. So to visualize yourself standing at the edge of the ocean with your feet sinking in the sand can bring the calmness and also the groundedness. Uh, another way you can ground, although I don't recommend this be your only method, uh, you can eat something. If you eat, it brings your energy to your physical organ, um, and that can serve to ground you. But I don't want you to think that you have to eat, you know, ten times a day because you're, you're, you're trying to ground because that may not be so good for your health. But, you know, that I is something you can do. I find for something like that to eat something to ground you quickly, and, you know, it doesn't have to be a full meal, uh, the Dove dark chocolates or any tiny piece of dark chocolate, just take that, pop it in your mouth, and that will help ground you immediately. I don't know about that one. Um, that could help, but that wouldn't work for me. Uh, but eating something like bread or something that's going to hit the stomach. I had dark chocolate last night. It didn't ground me. I love dark chocolate. But it's just somebody I guess else everybody does because uh, I know a lot of people who use the dark chocolate method. You know, so everyone but is everybody's body, his physical body, reacts differently. Absolutely. That's why we throw out a number of different ways to ground, because what works for one person doesn't necessarily work for another. Exactly. Um, again, on my list is the same as what um, you mentioned at the beginning. Take a walk outside if that's possible, uh, you know, and focus. If you can't take your shoes off, you can just focus your awareness that your feet are now touching Mother Earth when you're walking outside. Um, it does help to stand in the grass. It's always nice. But if you can't, like Rose pointed out, if you live in Manhattan, you can just be outside and then you're, set, you're focusing your feet are on the ground outside. And that should help. Um, it's funny. That makes me think of the scene from, um, oh, God, what was the name of that? Pretty Woman, where... She teaches the character, the male character, oh, who was played by Richard Gere, she teaches him how to walk in the grass barefoot. He's never done it. He's like this high-powered, high-energy executive who deals in million-dollar deals. And he's always a little bit uptight, and she takes him to the park, I think Central Park, and, you know, tells him to take his shoes off and teaches him how to take his shoes off, walk in the grass, and it calms him down, it grounds him, and at one point in the movie when he's not with her, he's alone, he thinks of that, and he does it because he's in the middle of this deal, and he's all uptight, and he's like, I, you know. So he goes, takes his shoes and socks off, and, and walks in the in the grass. And his partner's looking for him like, where are you? He's grounding himself. Oh, that's great. I love when they um, put metaphysical tips and techniques in movies, and they may not even, you know, go into depth what it's about, but they put it out there. I love that. Yeah. And that's an older film. That, that's cool. Yeah. Um, here's another fun way. Uh, you know, animals are usually grounded. So you might try brushing or petting your dog or cat if you have one. That could help ground you. Okay, because you'll just kind of pick up, it, you know, their groundedness, and they'll kind of channel the extra energy. Um, another way you can try to do it is to focus your attention on a task, such as multiplication or reading on a topic that brings your energy back to the earth plane. So one of the things I used to do, you know, when I was trying to learn how to handle the energy, um, if I felt myself going out, I would focus on doing times tables, 7, 14, 21, 28, or 8 timetables. Not everybody is mathematically inclined or would like to do that. I get it. But that's one way. Uh, or you can just try to focus your attention on something Earth-related and sometimes just your mental tenacity, that's a word that Rose used earlier, uh, will bring you right back to the earth plane. Um, that would be another way. 
if you're just upset that you know because what happens is when you're um not grounded what you know you could be in la la land and be very happy and giddy but you could also feel anxious and anxiety so um you can always ask your guides or spirit or angels if you work with the angels or even the fairies you know the elementals for help just say i'm not grounded help you'd be amazed if you ask for help you know your guide can step in and woof bring your energy right down back to earth you know it would be better if you learned how to do it yourself but if you're in a situation where you're struggling ask your guides that's what they're here for that's why they came to earth with you um Another way I used to do, when I did, used to do a lot of chair healing at the spiritualist church, you know, I might do seven people in a row, boom, 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 boom. So um, what I would do is I had a little piece of kyanite, about two inches long and maybe two inches in diameter, or one inch in diameter, and I'd have that in my pocket. And when I was done, because I'd be, you know, totally full of energy from doing all those healings, I'd just grab it and I would just focus to put the energy into it and you can use any crystal really just you know actually for grounding you can also use black tourmaline black hematite also smoky quartz is great for grounding right those you know just put one of these in your pocket yes absolutely i suggest my students do that i keep the um, hematite in the office and I just slip it there. But or you can like, as I said, I was like working, so I wanted to channel a lot of energy, and then I would just download in the crystal when I was done. Um, you know, with the same. Copper is Pardon. Copper is also good if you carry a little piece of copper with you. Oh, okay, sure, it's metal. Terrific. Uh, and it's funny because I remember when they grounded my swimming pool years ago, they had a copper uh, line, and, and that's what they grounded the pool with. Oh, wow, interesting. Huh. Um, and along that line, if you're pushing it into a crystal or a piece of copper, pardon me, um, if you can just mentally push your energy down into Mother Earth, that will also serve to ground you. But honestly, I all right. Think I think we're going to take a couple of calls here. Oh, true. Then we're getting okay. And then we'll go back to the grounding. Hi, six three one. You're on the air with Rose and Winterbrook. Oh, hi. Thanks for taking my phone call. I didn't know if you were doing readings tonight. We are. Yeah. Who are hi. we speaking with? This is Suzanne. This is hi, Suzanne. Suzanne. Thanks for calling and thanks for listening. You're welcome. Um, I just wanted to see what you saw, a couple of things. Do you see me getting a different job? I applied for one, and do you see a boyfriend soon? Which one do you want, Rose? You want me to do it? You take it. Okay. All right. You only put out one resume? Well, I'm working now, and I'm trying to get a job in the same district with just a different job. Yeah, I feel like it's going to take a couple of resumes. Well, I'm getting like two I or three. Suppl- I just applied online. I know I want the job. I don't need to put a resume in. All right, well, Mike, okay. When I say we sent, you applied online, that's like sending your resume in. I apologize. That's my idea of applying for a job. You send a resume out. You could also apply online. But I'm just getting like the third one is what I'm hearing. What third one? I didn't apply to any place. That's what I'm hearing. If you apply, it's going to be the third place that you apply. Oh, all right. Yeah, I, you know, the thing is, is that there aren't any openings at the school except for this one right now. Okay, we'll see what comes down the pike. Um, yeah, Spirit saying you gotta, you got to pump out resumes. Don't get stuck on one job. I want this job, and this is the job I have to have. That doesn't work. Yeah, you know what it is? I just got this job in November, so I'm kind of exhausted for trying to find a job to begin with. And then this job's kind of hard, so to get out there and live and send out more resumes is hard. Right. A lot of schools aren't hiring right now. All right. I just got the impression second to third. I'm feeling like third. So I think what that might be is take your time. Um, 
there's just this one job that came to your attention, correct? Perhaps it's a job I want because um, a lot of the I'm not a teacher, I'm not certified, so a lot of the teacher assistant jobs are really was just out there. It's just working one-on-one with special needs children. I just don't have the energy anymore. So I'm trying to get like a hall monitor, lunch monitor job combined, and that's the one that was open. Okay. Um, they're going back to me again, second to third. So I think you're going to hear of another position or two, and that's the one that's going to work out for you. Do you know when? I've May just popped into my mind. Oh, that's a long time. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm just telling you what I'm getting, hon. I'm just telling you what I'm getting. Yeah. All right. So I would always, when, you know, when we get our psychic advice, you know, you want to keep pursuing what you're doing. But I'm just telling you, I feel like spirit saying the third opportunity that sounds good to you that you come across is going to be the better fit. Okay. Tell her to have patience is what I'm hearing. Now, you're apparently employed, correct? Yes. Okay, well, that's good. Okay, so uh, do you want me to take the second question, Rose? Uh, Romans, I got four, so I would say sometime in April, something's going to pop up in your romantic life. Just keep an eye out for it. Okay. Got to move on to the next call. Thank you so much for calling, Suzanne. Have a great weekend. Good luck, hon. 619, you're on the air with Rosa Winterbrook. Who are we speaking with? Hi, this is Donna. Hi, Donna. Hi, Donna. What can I do for you? Oh, I just wanted to see. I'm I'm going to plan on moving here um, pretty soon. I wanted to see in that area. I'm sorry, you were a little trapped. What is it? What are we? Oh yeah, I was walking. Sorry, I was walking as I was talking. I I um was saying that I'm I'm planning on moving here shortly, and I wanted to see if you saw anything in that area of my move. Um. You mean as far as finding a location to? I mean, yeah, or or just with any of the circumstances. Um. You know, if it's I'm just you're gonna be fine. Yeah. Um, I have a gentleman stepping forward. Who? A gentleman. A gentleman okay. from Spirit. Okay. All right. Um, I kind of feel fatherly with him, okay. like a father mm-hmm. figure, a mentor. Mhm. Uh, would you understand a father in Spirit? Well, there's my father is in Spirit. Mhm. Okay. Okay. Then that's and and would you seek advice from him? Um, no, because I wasn't close. He died when I was thirteen. My they were my parents were divorced, so I didn't see him a whole lot. But I look exactly like him. Okay, because I thought I was kind of vacillating between a father figure and like an, a mentor, a male mentor. But maybe that's because I was getting pulled away from the father relationship uh-huh. because it wasn't there. Well, I did have um, a stepfather. I have a stepfather also that's in spirit, so I'm not really sure. You know, let me, right, so let me get some more information because this okay. is a gentleman that um, I felt that uh, was. Uh, yeah, like it would be like a mentor, and mm-hmm. um, and okay, I want to say he was a thin build. Thin build, okay, that would probably be my father then. Yeah, okay, I want to go back because that's what I was feeling strongly. Yeah. Except that I was having a hard time with the, the with the father daughter thing, and then yeah, so that it makes sense. And um, dark hair. Well, brown, like a dirty blonde, actually, not too dark. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like he was I, I see he's acknowledging there's a dog with him mm. and um, I'm here he's giving me the name Johnny I don't know where that fits in I'm Johnny gonna, yeah Okay, can't think of a Johnny. So, all right, take us aside. Cause I, mean, I mean, I do have an uncle, uh, Uncle John, but you know, I didn't know him as Johnny. Okay, well, and, I think yeah, that's I now know. this uncle. Okay, because that would have been your dad's generation. Brother, yes. Brother, brother. his brother. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so yes. I think that's where we're going with that with him. Okay. Um. 
may have called him Johnny. That's why you don't know about it. Maybe, yeah, I didn't know. Oh, you know what? He might have been. I heard Johnny. He might have been saying John, but we. It's, it's the guy coming through. It's his brother's John. So I think we're there. I think we're good. Okay. Now, um, he wants to let me tell her to let me help her. Is what I'm hearing. Oh, okay. And like he doesn't ask. He's. How do I explain this? Um, do you know? Do, I know your dad passed when you were younger. You didn't have a children. Mm-hmm. Did you know about him? Did your mom tell you about? Well, him? I mean, it's, it's the basics, I guess. I mean, I don't okay. know exactly what what. Uh, what so he just uh, he said mm-hmm. to tell her to let me help her because your dad feels that, and this could be part of his personality too, yeah. that he can manipulate things to help you. Ooh. Okay. Okay. From where All he's right. at, he owes you, is what I'm hearing. Okay. And he like also. He also, your dad liked to, like, um, when he was on the earth plane, he liked to have his fingers in the different pies. He liked to oh, yeah. do this and do this. Oh, and yeah. Then, he was, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. A mover, a shaker, I want to almost say. Like, he, well, he, did, he was successful. Yeah, he was successful. He worked hard, yeah. Okay, good. So because that that's his personality and he, that survives death, he still liked yeah. that. So yeah. he's raring to go. But he said, she's got to listen, Winter. She's got to listen. Um, oh, first you need to is invite him in. Say, yes, please help me, Dad. Yes, I would All right. Give him permission. And um, he said, hold on, strap yourself in, honey. We're going for a ride. That's kind of the way he comes through. <laughs> that's, that's cool. Yeah. All right, so that's anticipate that when you're looking to, whether it's looking to find, uh, do you have mm-hmm. the job lined up? Yeah, you do, right? Yeah. You have the job lined up, okay. But, like, it's a place to live and things to do to get resituated. You're going to feel yourself all of a sudden pulled to go do this or go do that. That's dad. He's already scoped it out. It's going to be a good way for you to meet people because your dad liked to network. He liked to meet this guy and introduce that guy to this guy. Right. That's his thing. Yeah, social. So, yes, he's still that way, and he's going to help you out. And He's he's ecstatic, and he sends you a lot, a lot of love for you. Oh, Oh, that's nice. You're oh, in good, good hands. You're in good mm-hmm. hands. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. Good to hear. Bless you. <laughs> that, all right. Well, great. That's wonderful. Thank you so much. Okay. Thanks for calling, Donna. Have a great weekend. Oh, thank you. God bless. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Okay. Sixtrio, uh, you're on the air with Rose and Winter for who we speak to. All of a sudden, a voice comes in and tells you, and you're like, where did that come from? Is that God? Is that my kind of Hello? Hello? Yes. Cool. And, and so, Hello. Hello. Hi, is this uh, 630 here? Uh-huh. Yes or no? I'm sorry. Ye- yes. Who, and who are we speaking, speaking with? with? My name's Lisa. Hi, Hi Lisa. Lisa. Thank you. Hi. How's everybody tonight? Good. How are you, dear? How are you? Oh, very good. I had a good day. <laughs> So I feel well, good today. Thank you for tuning in and listening to our show. What can okay. we do for you? Okay, so <clears throat> I just had a question. Um, like my parents both passed away, and um, so they're um, that happened about a year ago. Oh, I'm sorry. And, yeah. So, um, and I have like kind of crazy sisters to say the least. So, anyway, the bank's in charge of their, um, you know, estate and everything. I just wondered, like, do you see that settling, like, um, this next, this year? You know, it it was last year that they passed, or um, do you see, like, my, excuse me? Uh, they just showed me three years. No, it would never be anything like that. I've already spoken to the bank. At the most, it would be next year. So do okay. you see, like, later this year? You know, I, things, three years. I'm not getting this year at all, sweetie. They're saying it's going to go into 2018. Okay. Like you think maybe next year? Well, that would well, be 2018. So do you think it will be beneficial for me um, if some stuff goes on? Like I'm not doing anything, but I would be part of it. You know what I mean? Uh, no. Let me just ask. Spirit should know what you're talking about, so I'll just ask that. Um, I'm not getting the question. I don't understand it. Yeah, I didn't see the question either. Um, like there's, there's three people. So basically if one person tried to, like, change something, and my parents you said there's three people, like, three people 
what in the will or three people yeah. who are three the kids, people? three kids, three kids in the will. Yeah. Right, so, so there's three kids in the will, and so you're if asking is, if you need to do something specifically. No, I'm not asking that. If I need to do something, would it affect me positively if, you know, if something, if someone, you know, tried to, you know, do something, but let's say take something to court or something like that, you know, go in front of a judge, that type of thing. Okay, I'm just going to ask Spirit. Um, You know, like redistribute, like what? would be like would that be um really really good for me i mean because i'm not really worried about it but i just wondered like what you do with this i'm just getting for you tell her to take a step back yeah i am put those plans on on hold but double read any paperwork coming to you double check it put on very clear reading glasses is what i'm seeing when you have to read any paperwork concerning this matter. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, Do you think that it will turn out positive in the long run for me? Because, like, we'd all have to agree. You know, it's not like one person can decide. <clears throat> I'm listening to spirit. Um, like all three sisters would have to agree. I'm hearing for you personally... It would always be better if to bend a little bit to expedite the outcome than to be <laughs> SAS, like I was today at a matter. Really what does that stubborn. mean? Uh, it would be better for you for this matter when things come up to be a little bit more flexible if, you know, to expedite it being finished so that you can move on. That's the healthiest road but I'm asking financially, is it going to be really, really good? Because, no, I'm not going to do something if it's not to my benefit, that's for sure. So and not, not to be I can't, I can't – not doing anything would be great anyway, so it doesn't matter either way for me. I'm hearing but you I'm just take saying. a step back, and then any paperwork coming your way from this matter, you should reread a few times, tell you to take your time on making decisions, and the best – path for you is to choose whatever is going to expedite it being concluded so that it finishes faster as opposed to um, take, you know, making a decision or taking a, a point of view that's going to delay it from finishing is what you're not I'm being saying, told. But you're not, you're not saying to negotiate for my benefit, that I should just do whatever's on there? Is that what you're saying? No, what I'm saying is be flexible. Don't be, don't be too stubborn. Not uh-huh. to give away your best interest, but what Spirit okay. is saying for you, it's yeah. best that this gets finished and you can move ahead is what I'm hearing. Yeah. All right. So okay. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha you okay. with that. Yeah. To be a yeah. little flexible because to be too stubborn, you're not going to make a huge um it's not it's not going to result in a huge difference other than giving you a lot of stress that you don't need and a delay. Well, it's more delay. It's not stress. It's, it's not, it can only be positive for me, so it's not stress. Well, really. let's get into a uh, disagreement on how to proceed. That's what I'm saying with the other parties. Now, do you think someone's going to file something then? Because there's know, like a there's a like a time period where you can do that. Okay, you know I, what I mean? I'm not getting anything on that. Just I only I asked Spirit what advice they had for you, and that was the in handling this matter, and that was the advice they gave me. Do you okay. understand? So, if it comes to a situation where you have to make a choice, being flexible, if that would cause it to end quicker, is the healthiest for you. Yeah. Being too stubborn, where it's going to delay things for you. Yeah, because even the house, like the, the things, have to be divided. So you okay, really so need to be that, flexible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what they're saying. The best thing for you okay. is to be able to move ahead after this. It's like they're showing me it's like chaos right now. It's not chaotic at all. It's not, well, not at all. It was, but it's not now. Yeah, it's not. You know, it, yeah, I mean, the situation's not great, but it doesn't bother right, me Right, it's going to get a lot smoother I'm, I'm once it's done. That's what they're showing. So that's the best. It's what? It'll be what a lot smoother. 
once it's all over. Okay, and then when that's over, like, do you see me staying around here, or do you think I might move then out of town? Then we're going to sorry, we can take one question oh, okay. per caller. Thanks for okay, calling thank in. Okay, thank you. Thanks, Lisa. Hi, 480, you're on the air with Rose and Winterbrook. Hello. Uh, hi, ladies. Hello, it's Mike. How are you? Hi, Mike. Hi, Mike. How are you? Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you. Um, my question, uh, there's an opportunity for me to buy a friend's vehicle. Uh, she lives out of state, or the vehicle's out of state. And I was just kind of wondering if there was an opportunity that you saw um, the finances coming together for that. First thing my guide said was it's a good deal. Um, I don't know the price yet, but yeah, it's possible. I'm sorry, what was that? I, I don't know the price yet. Uh, so I'm I'm still waiting uh-huh. to hear back from her. Her her father is handle is going to be handling it. They actually live out of the country, so it's at her father's house in Arizona. Well, I I have a feeling. Find out the price. You're going to be surprised at at what they're asking. It seems that it's okay. it's, it's low for what the car is, or that the car is in pretty good condition, and they could ask yeah. for more. I don't think they're asking for a lot. Yeah, I got the Whatever same. it is, it sounds like it's workable for you. That you okay. will get the money to purchase the vehicle. Wonderful. Yeah, I concur That's with fine. what Rose says. I'm Rose trying to say that again. <laughs> Thank you. I agree with what Rose says. <laughs> oh, good, good, good. Okay. Thanks for the confirmation. Free. <laughs> but what yeah. do we do? <laughs> we do. <laughs> Thanks so much. Thanks, Mike. Good luck with it. Thank you. Bye-bye. Have a great weekend. Okay, and now back to grounding. And anybody who is calling in, when you call in, if you want to talk to Winterbrook and I or ask a question, please press uh, I think it's the number sign and one on your keypad. Otherwise, we don't know you have a question. So, where were we? At crystals for grounding. Yeah, you can you can um, slide the uh, the hematite or the black tourmaline, a little small piece, right in your pants pocket, like your front jeans pocket. That's what I've done. But remember to take them out before you throw it in the washing machine, because yeah. you know. I know my friend Pascal and I, we have the same habit, sticking crystals in our bra. <laughs> if you oh, don't have pockets on your clothing, where are you going to put them? Okay, well, uh, that, that is one way to do it. Um, I know that it does help me to do that because even though, you know, for, with with development, you're always in a stage of developing. You know, you might be shifting the way you practice or learning new or taking in new energies. So sometimes you have to adjust, and um, even if you've learned how to ground and you've been really good for a while, you may get a surge of energy or just the energy around you where, you know, you have to kind of compensate and be a little bit more um, attentive to being grounded. I will, you know, fess up. I've had a rough week uh, with with staying grounded um, this week because there's a lot of energy. And I've, I've had people calling me, other intuitives and other light workers, um, they're having a rough time, uh, if, particularly if you're in the U.S. because we got a lot going on. There's a lot of anxiety going on with the new election. There's a lot of uh, anger going on with people uh, even after the election. And anyone who's sensitive um, you know, can take this stuff on without even realizing it. Then on top of that, we've had some weather issues, and you can pick up the energy and the fear that goes out from folks that are in the past. And we're shifting from that monkey year for Chinese astrology, which is all about taking risk, into the rooster year, which is all about being um, calculating and, you know, not taking risk. (laughs) So there's going to be a little bit of shift there. A lot of people may not feel these shifts, you know, but those that are more sensitive, 
maybe and maybe finding that they're having a little trouble staying grounded. Um, I see, I just, the amount of um, angst amongst people right now on all different planes, it, it, it's kind of, wow. I don't know if you've noticed that, dear, in between with your cold. I haven't noticed much with my cold because it went from my my uh, sinuses straight to my head, and it's been kind of like a marshmallow head all week. <laughs> but yes, no, I do feel a lot what I've been picking up, which is probably why I wound up in bed. Uh, there's a lot of angst and anger out there, and it's just swirling around. And, and like you said, it's grabbing sensitives like you and I. And, and we're feeling that energy. We're picking that energy up a lot more than, you know, most people. Yeah. Um, poor Rose, but it's for definitely our Send her some healing. And if you don't do healing work, then send her some love. She's been bedridden with a really bad cold and sinus thingy for a week. Um, I guess this is what happens when you don't have a cold for five years. The next time you get hit, it's a whopper. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I know I had some of them calling me from from the mid states. They don't know what's going on, and that's what the messages I've been getting from spirit to the different people that are calling me having issues when they normally don't have them that often. Is that's right. what's going on? Um, so you know you have a especially if you work in the field because you're opening yourself up to be sensitive, and that's that saying um, the. Um, I forget the saying off the top of my head. But, you know, the more you work at developing, uh, the more you're going to work at grounding sometimes. It's, you know, even when you're not intending to be sensitive to energy. So the other thing you guys could do, if any of you out there are feeling it, because you've got a lot of empaths. They may, You guys may not be working in the, you know, mediumship field or the, the energy healing field, but you just... By your true nature, you're an empath. You get into a crowded area and you're like, ah, you feel in everybody's energy. You must be having um, issues now. Because don't forget, what was there, a million people in our country alone marching? Or no, a couple of million. I mean, all that yeah, energy M- out there. Getting hit a lot with this, yeah. Yeah, so that's what I'm talking about. And um, so empaths, um, if you're having trouble with this and the ground, you know, and you're having trouble staying grounded, don't forget to put your hands over your solar plexus, which is located just above your belly button. That'll help kind of shut it down a little bit. Then you can focus on grounding at that moment. And I've been advising some of my sensitive empaths to um, put that, to remember to put that shield, that tube of light, white light around you when you get up in the morning and then do it again when you go to sleep. Uh, just because of all the angst and anger out there. It's intense right now. You know, I, I actually um, threw out a question to some of the um, dead mediums. Um, I always wondered, you know, those poor mediums that used to work during World War One and World War Two, especially the ones that were in England with all that bombing from the Germans, how they managed to work with all that going on and they're opening up to spirit that always, I, I just admire them. Um, so, you know, I've asked them for a little advice, too, because we've got a lot of angst going on. Yeah, it's really, uh, really tough. Right now, in the present time, these days, what's happening, it's very, very tough. And, uh, one thing I've noticed is, uh, it's like, the more people, okay, it's okay, like, everybody's posting on social media, resist, and that's fine. But the angry posts are really dredging up lots of of anger and, and bad energy. Try not to play into that too much. Yeah, you know, I love Facebook, i got to tell you, because one of the reasons I love Facebook is, it's uh, my 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 play dates. You know, I'm a grown up, so I don't have a lot of time to to call all my friends. But I want to keep up with what they're doing. I want to be able to chat with them. So I've enjoyed using Facebook. But I gotta tell you, since the summer, I've had to unfollow more people. I just I mean, I've gotten to the point. I've hit the wall. I can't take all the negative, uh, particularly yeah. political negative posts. 
You know, it's I never liked the graphic ones, and it's 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 actually bothering me because I always found you know going on Facebook before I go to bed to to, to see what my friends are up to. You know, does somebody need me to, to, to comment, <laughs> send a hug to them because they had a rough day, or somebody is asking for healing. You know, I throughout the day if I check into Facebook, I use it for business. I'll send out healing to somebody. So I always like to use it that way and socially, and it's just. I've I've got to the point where I I'm almost dreading. Oh my God, how much negative am I going to see? And it's coming from people that I wouldn't have expected it. And they're on both sides. I'm not pointing on. I'm not pointing a finger anywhere. But um, it's just kind of dragging me down a little bit. And I, it's it's my avenue, you know, to be able to connect with people because I have friends in Europe. I have friends in Arizona. I have friends in the middle of the country, in Florida. So this is how we connect. And I stay, you know, so to not to, to, to have to go on there and just be, I, I understand it, the, like, the last month leading up to the election, but, oh, yeah. So I have to stop following a lot of people because all of that, that bad negativity and all that anger and stuff that they were posting kept coming down my feet, and I couldn't take looking at it. I know a lot of people have unfriended people. I don't want to go that far, but I do unfollow. If I see too much negative stuff coming from any particular person or people, I just unfollow them. I can't look at that ad nauseum every day. And I know these yeah. people feel like they're doing good, but it's a little too, it gets to be a little too much, and then it gets too heavy. And uh, You know what it is? It's the volume. Like, I have no problem right. when someone vents about something going on in their life. Right. That to me doesn't bother me. What it does is, you know, that's where you come in and you send that person a hug, you know, a comment, a hug. you know, you're supporting your friends. I'm cool with that. That doesn't like it, but it's like the just the sheer volume. When you're being drowned in it, it's not good. Yeah, and, and so I've done the same thing. I kind of keep unfollowing, and then after the election, I was going back to some of my friends, and I was following them again, and then and with the political stuff, and I'm like, I'm unfollow. You know, and then I'm like, oh, I don't know what's going on in the life, so I feel bad, but oh well. But anyway, you know, there are certain people I have them, you know, these lists that Facebook came out with. I put a bunch of people in acquaintances, took them out of the friend category because this way you don't see everything. You can, you know, keep in touch. You you know what's going on. Or I'll go to that list and I'll pick a particular person and click on their name and say, okay, let's see what's going on with so and so, because like Winter just said. The volume, you just, you can't take it. But we are going to take a call from 516. You're on the air with Rose and Winterbrook. I Hello. think that's me, and this is this is Jan. How are you? Hi, Jan. Hi, Jan. Yeah, you're... Hey, how you doing? Good. Yeah, I'm doing so great. How are you doing? I'm good, I'm good. Tuning in, I totally agree with you on uh, Facebook. My husband actually deactivated himself because he needed to. He needed a respite. He My needed. Day. He needed to get away. But uh, it's hard for me to do that because I'm like Winnebrook. I we have people all over the world, family all over the world, and and also some people like Winner who <laughs> message and you know you got to stay in touch. But that's actually not why I called in tonight. Um, I was just calling in to, um, I'm thinking of my sister tonight. My sister is battling cancer, oh, and God. she has stage 3 breast cancer, and she has a very intense regimen. So any good thoughts that you're feeling for her or any good healing that you could send, because I do pray a lot that she'll, you know, come through this. And she's on her journey, and I feel that she'll make it through um, but she still has a long road ahead of her. So um, she's only in like the first third. She finished one round of chemo. She's facing surgery, reconstruction, and then more chemo, and then a year of monthly chemo. So Can I ask she her has first a pretty. Name? Just Kim. Your first name, Kim. Okay, I'm going to put Kim, Kim on our healing list just to, to let you know. We keep a healing list right. in my office. I hit that also, I have a page called Reiki Ward. If you want to look up Reiki Ward page, you can also put a request to healing in there. We've got about over 600 Reiki practitioners sending out healing for healing requests on a daily basis. 
Oh, that'd be um, awesome. But i got to tell you, what your sister has to do, in addition to the medical therapy and treatment, she has to do some visualization and release a lot of stuff. She, her main intention has to be to release everything and anything she okay. can think of releasing or basically she has to release everything and anything that is not for her best and highest good and does not serve her. Okay, good good advice. I, lot I will of. forward that on to her. Okay, she yeah, holds yeah. on to Thank a lot you. of stuff. I yeah, have. she does. Absolutely, you are absolutely correct on that. She's a very nurturing person, but somewhere in her nurturing, she actually picks up and holds on to stuff that really is other people's, but she hangs on to it. She's got to release it. Okay. Yeah, that kind That's of good advice, right? Energy, which could otherwise be used for her healing. Um, I have a female stepping in from spirit. And I'm okay. feeling very nurturing from her. I don't want to go to grandmother. I'm almost vacillating between feeling motherly and an aunt vibration. Uh, I have an aunt in spirit, and I Five do have a grandmother who's active active in spirit. My, my mother's mother is very active with me. Was one yeah. of them like a blonde or a strawberry blonde? Um, that's actually my mother, <laughs> but, um, okay. yeah, I no. guess my, my grandmother was gray, but she could have been, I guess. I don't really know what her. Okay. How, I want to go to the aunt. Was she around five foot six? Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is who I'm with. Cause I didn't feel grandmother, but I did feel motherly nurturing type energy but I felt like yes I was just actually with I was just with her daughter about two weeks ago okay my cousin I think is stepping in and I feel that she's around your sister Kim quite a bit I what she's showing me she's putting a wet rag on Kim's forehead in other words from spirit she's tending to her on the other from the other side all right um she let her know she's got a lot of backup in spirit. Uh, your sister needs to know she's continually supported is what I'm getting from your aunt. Um, and she wants okay. you to let her know that the, you know, the aunt is with her a lot, all right, along with the other relatives that are up in spirit. Um, your aunt was very feisty when she was here, Yeah. Uh, yes, definitely. Yep. Yeah. Okay. She, um, because she's Anthony saying that your sister, a but she ran. Yeah, she she was feisty. Yeah, she's telling me Sorry. she was very feisty, and your sister has inherited that trait from that part of the family. So she's got the fight in her, but you might need to use um, every once in a while. You know how they used to light the fires with those fans? They blow air in it. Yes. That's what she's showing me. That's the image. Sometimes there's a double meaning. I don't know. But she's saying every once in a while you've got to fan that that um, drive in her, that feistiness while she's going through this. Okay. But reminder, she's got that trait to fight this. Got it. And she needs we to know. We have an old saying when we, used to tra- when we used to travel, kick the tires and light the fires. Oh, so. and, she, and that's, uh, she's showing me the fan to light the fire that they used to use. That's yeah. it. Perfect. Yes, I said sometimes it's just double meanings, <laughs> and I don't know. <laughs> oh, good, good. Um, so a lot of love, and um, they're also supporting the rest of the family, all right, because, you know, it is taxing watching your loved ones suffer. Yeah, it's her husband, yep. So they want you to know they're also supporting the rest of the family. So a lot Great. of love. A lot of love. Very nice. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you for calling in. Great. Thank, thank you. Thanks so much. Yeah, and good advice on grounding, too. We all need that. Yes. We're glad you enjoyed it. Have a good weekend, sweetie. <laughs> I have a question from the chat room. Uh, let's see. 
this is, uh, it's not a first name. You have like a handle type name, Love All Day, but I don't have your real first name. Can you give me your, your actual real first name, please, or initial? And this person wants to know, she wants to know about her career. Will she be getting a temporary or permanent job soon? And is there anything we can tell her about the company? Um, soon. I don't know what you consider soon, honey. I'm seeing a couple of months, three to four months, they're saying. I don't know whether you're just in the chat room listening or you're, uh, oh, I don't know. When do we get any input on when Love All Day is going to find a job? I'm getting that she she's not trying hard enough. There's something she's not doing. She's got to put a little bit more attention or energy into it. Is the feeling I'm getting. So once she does that, once she puts the energy and the uh, action, she will. Okay, let's see. Got somebody else here. Because we're getting close. We're after eight, Rose. I don't know what time the music comes on. Are we after eight? One more. This is eight six zero. Hi, eight six zero. You're on with Rose and Winterbrook. Hi, thank you so much. You're welcome. What is your name, please? My name is Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Thanks for calling in and thanks for listening. How can we help you? I'm I'm not quite sure. I don't know if you have any insight for me on anything. I'm just struggling so much. Okay, did you hear the information tonight about grounding? Yes, I did. Okay, so that's the first thing. I, I feel that spirit ground, that. I ground all the time. I even bought a gold toe ring and somebody said so, that that would help me. Okay, so here's what, and then, then you feel like you're not grounded after you do that? I don't, I, I don't seem to be grounded. I seem to be, my life is a turmoil. Okay, so the first thing we want to do, and this is kind of difficult, but we want to try to do it. You need to set the intention to ground and then believe you are grounded because I think part of what it is is you're, pulling yourself out of the groundedness, thinking that you're not being grounded, if that makes any sense. Okay. And I also feel that once you are grounded and centered, you have a very good connection with spirit and your higher self. You'd meditate, yes? No. Okay, well, start meditating then, because I really feel that you have a good connection. Um, You don't have to... I got you saying, once you get grounded, that's your first thing. The most important thing you need to do is ground yourself. Once you ground yourself, think about the issues going on in your life and prioritize. Start to prioritize which of them is the most important to you and then go after that first. And each one, even if you have to make a little list, go after each one, one at a time, and work on it and put your intent into it and ask your own guides to help you. Everything is out of my control. My body is failing me. My friends and family have failed me. Okay. There's nothing I can do about those things. So I don't. That's why I feel so tumultuous because I don't know what to do. All right. So this is what you need to do. First of all, do your grounding that you've been doing, but believe you are grounded. Grounded, I am, is a good affirmation. And when you're calm, when you when you're able to achieve the just that moment. And then try the meditation. If you can get like a guided meditation you can listen to, you are very connected to your higher self. You have a very strong ability. You'll get a word. You have your guides working with you. All right. And like Rose said, just make a couple of, make a list of things that you want to aim towards so it's not overwhelming. Because sometimes if we're thinking about accomplishing too much, it just becomes overwhelming. We don't want to do that. We want to have faith that our guide is going to help us 
do the right decision that's going to make things easier. And they're stressing, stressing. You have a strong connection to your guide. And once you believe that and you start getting, you know, a word, it might just be one word, Lisa, okay? That in and of itself, that connection is going to start calming you down and things are not going to look so tsunami-like. Does that make any sense? Yes. Good, dear. Okay. So we're going to put you on the healing list, too. I'm sending you a big old hug, okay? And a lot of reassurance. Nice birthday gift for me. Thank you. Oh, happy birthday, sweetheart. See, happy it was after 8 and we took your call. That had to be your birthday. A little miracle. Birthday. Thank you so much. Thank you. We well. had to take this call. <laughs> Thank you all for listening and have a great weekend. And we will be back here next weekend, uh, next, next Thursday, with our February um, meditation. Have a great week. Thanks for those who called in. Good night. Bye.